to I have to caveat everything I'm going to say with this right I am so sorry for the last episode for everybody that watched it or listened to the last episode I'm so sorry for it I was listening back to it and I don't know what I was doing on that run that made my brain so scrambled because the intro to that last episode was so bad <laughs> it was so it was I just couldn't listen to it and um I can't believe I put that out because I fully edited that myself as well. Like, I, I I can't believe I put it out, but my bad. I feel like one thing I have to let go of is um, a lot of the times, and I think I do this a lot with this podcast, a lot of the times I do a lot of stuff under the level that I know is my best level because I basically like underplay how good I can be at certain things because I feel like if I try and it's not up to a certain level or to how good I think it could be, I'm not very patient with myself. Um, and that's gone way too deep, way too quickly. It's gone way too deep, way too quickly. So my bad, every other episode from here, I'll try my best to make it as good as I possibly can. But if you're here and you're new, welcome. This is the Diary of an Aspiring Artist. It's a podcast that tells you exactly what it takes to be an aspiring musician in the current music scene. I'm I'm your host, Hello Vico, Vic, Vico, whatever you want to call me. I'm a London-based hip-hop rapper. If you're new here, I think this episode, I kind of want to talk about or continue talking about 75 Hard because great news, I finished 75 Hard. I'm like week two post 75 Hard. And it's kind of been a weird like, two weeks it's been a very weird two weeks there's been some great stuff that's happened since 75 hard is finished and there's been some weird stuff that's happened like it's not it's not bad but it's also not good that's happened post 75 hard so i want to talk about both of them if you don't know what 75 hard is i've been saying that 75 hard has seven rules and i don't think it has i think it has like six rules so let me read what 75 hard is 75 hard is a mental toughness challenge right and it has two, no, it's not, it's, got, it's not got two rules, right? It's got six or seven rules. The first two rules are you're supposed to do two workouts. One of them has to be outdoors. So that means no matter, no matter the weather, no matter how you're feeling, you have to do two workouts every single day of the 75 days. And also, if you miss any of the rules on the 75 days, you have to start all over again. So you can be day flipping 69. If you fail a rule, you have to start all over in day one. You basically have to do everything without stopping. All right. So first two rules, two workouts, one of them outdoors. Second rule, you have to take, or third rule, you have to take a progress picture. Fourth rule, you have to do 10 pages of reading in what I think has to be a non-fiction book. For fifth rule, is you have to drink one gallon of water. Now, one gallon of water is, I took it as four liters of water every day. You have to drink four liters of water. And like I said before, when you're starting, your throat and your pissing is crazy. It's, cra it's crazy. And it doesn't really chill after that. It just keeps going crazy, but you just get used to the craziness. And then 
fifth, sixth rule, you have to follow a diet. And the sixth slash seventh rule is no alcohol. So for me, the diet I followed was hit 200 grams of protein every day. I have to be in a cut. So I was, I normally eat like 3,500 calories. During this challenge, I was eating like 2,800 calories and eat three times a day because a lot of the time when I'm doing work, making music, I just forget to eat. So I, I did that. I did that for 75 days. And now I've kind of reached the end of that. And when I started, I was I was thinking like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vlog every single day. I think I vlogged like the first three days and I was like, yo, this is way too much. Like I'm putting a lot on my plate. So I kind of did like the stressful days I did. So like when I had a music video shoot, I vlogged that day. And there was one day that I, like it was not even a day. It was like eight or nine days that I felt ill and you still had to go to do your indoors and outdoor workouts. And that was, that was mad. But one of my boys, David Larby, told me about this thing called active rest. And active rest is like, you're still exercising, but doing things that are calm. So like stretching or going for a walk <laughs> and walks outside, outdoors walks saved me a lot of the times. So when I was ill, it was like seven, eight days of outdoors walks twice a day. Is that is that right? That's, yeah, that's, that's proper English, right? Yeah, so that's what I was doing. Also, I am not very good at English. I'm not very good at speaking. So pardon me. <laughs> like that's one thing I just got. I just got to get out of the way. Now I finished this challenge thinking back to everything that's happened. And well, like it's for me personally, it's been a, it's been a major thing that I was able to go 75 because a lot of the times I kind of dare myself to do certain things. Like I know I can achieve all these things. Yeah. And I conflate my ego my like my ego a lot of the times can conflate myself to thinking I can do certain things but I, a lot of the times it's just words and this was one of those things that I was like all right cool I'm gonna say I'm gonna do this thing and I'm actually gonna follow through and show myself and prove to myself I can actually do this bun social media bun all of that this was something I did for myself but I was like if I put it out on social media and everybody sees me complete this then maybe it will some other person seeing me complete it will be able to be like, you know what, Vic did that or Vico did that. So I'm going to do that myself. And I, I like a lot of people have messaged me post doing that. And they were like, oh, you inspired me to try and do this. And I'm just like watching everybody else that are doing it. And I'm like cheering them on from the side. So firstly, I kind of want to talk about my results, right? Uh, when I started this challenge, I was like 88 kg. I was not, I've never, ever since I was like 14, I've had muscles, I've had abs. And so when I posted my picture, I posted it before and after 75 hard, right? And obviously I've been like a muscular guy since I was like 14, 15. So nothing much has changed, right? But people are telling me that I've become leaner. I know on a, on a scale, I've lost four kg. So I dropped from 84 kg, no 88 kg to 84, which is in line with my cut because I, I literally only cut off like 500 calories. I didn't just cut, but my my aim was that I would lose weight. I'll get a little bit skinnier, lose some fat, but then also gain muscle because I was actually feeding the muscles in my body by eating enough protein for my body weight. And yeah, like I, the only way I was able to measure that was by like my bench press and my bench press went up from like 120 to 130, which I'm gassed about. Yeah, so that was physical. That was the physical aspect of 75 hard and why it was good for me. 
Now, creatively, 75 Harder, I'll say like, it was one of the best things I could do creatively because firstly, going outdoors is sick for you. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about being outdoors, especially going to a park, going for a daily walk in a park. And that was one of the things that every day I would always look forward to, just going for a walk. Like no pressure, I just, a lot of the times I'll just have beats playing in my head, just going for a park, like going for a walk in a park, just being like present, turning off my phone and just like looking about. There's a lot of dogs just like enjoying the freedom that like the dogs are having. Like when I came back after that, I found that I was better able to make stuff that I rate because prior to 75 Hard, there was never any real new stimulus because I would just stick myself in a room. Well, my day would just be like, wake up, go to the gym, come back home, right? Maybe sometimes go out in the evening. And I want to say I never really broke that pattern, but that's a lie because there was a few times I like went out and did different things. But the thing is, I didn't know how to break that pattern in a way that was sustainable. That's the way I'm supposed to say it. Yeah, I didn't know how to break that pattern in a way that was sustainable. And I feel like 75 Hard really broke up that pattern in a beautiful way in which like it was being out in nature and being out in nature is like probably one of the best ways to better your creativity. So I would say that's another way that 75 Hard has or like had helped me. The other rule of reading 10 pages of a self-help book is another way because one of the books I was reading was um, The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. That book is a goated book, man. A lot of the times I'll tell myself that, all right, cool, I'm, I'm going to make sure. I'll tell myself I want to add, I, I want to make reading one of the things that like I do every day. But then different things come up and I never really prioritize that. But with 75 Hard, you had to prioritize reason, reading. And um, I don't know whether it was the action of actually reading or it was the books I was reading. So the books I read were The Creative Act, by Rick Rubin. The other book I read was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and The Power of One More by Ed Milet and also How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Those are the four books I read during a period of 75 Hard and I don't know whether it was the, the books that I read or the action of reading that helped me creativity, oh, <laughs> that helped me creatively, but... I don't know, at, at this moment, or maybe it's just the fact that the music I was making or the freedom I felt whilst making music in that period was boosted. But at this moment, I feel so much better and so much clearer when I'm making music than I felt before doing 75 Hard. So what you can take from that, you take. But I would say that 75 Hard or like 75 Hard was the thing that caused me to feel this way. Another good thing that happened post 75 hard is I took two weeks off drinking, two and a half, not two weeks. I took two and a half months off drinking, right? Now in the process, and I go into this more in my new project, um, but whilst I was making that project, at a certain period in my life whilst writing that project, I got really, I had one house party at one time and I bought quite a lot of alcohol and I just had a lot of alcohol in my fridge. And whilst I was making this project, it was so much easier to just get drunk whilst making it because 
there's less pressure when you're drunk. You see what I'm saying? Like you're you're not you're not really yourself. So I used to be, I used to just be at home drinking, writing, drinking and writing and drinking and writing. And I, it got to a point where it was like, I didn't really rate the person that I'd become. Um, and since that period, moving away from that period, it's been a slow process of weaning off the alcohol. And I think 75 hard was like the cherry on top of the cake where it was just, I was able to just be like, all right, cool. I'm going to put that to the side, like cut it off for two and a half months. And post 75 hard, I remember the week, the weekend after I went out with a few people and everybody had like a glass of wine or something. And he gave it to me. And like the first, I, I just didn't want to drink it, which was weird because normally I have a, I have quite a high tolerance and I'll go into that in the next part. Um, I have quite a high tolerance, right? So if everybody is drinking in a social setting, I would normally just have one, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing. But then in my mind, there was just like, I, I was just like, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil this progress I had or, or I have had in the last two and a half months by doing this one action. Long story short, I did drink the wine, but <laughs> but the only reason I did that was because the end of 75 hard has given me a new start to be able to regulate um, and be in control of the amount of alcohol I drink, right? Whilst I said I didn't really want to go back into drinking alcohol, I also didn't want to fully never drink alcohol again. So I'll go into this in more detail whilst I'm talking about the bad parts of 75 hard, but me and my girlfriend, we took a day off to just like get drunk and go out. Um, but yeah, um, all right, cool. Another thing that, was great about 75 hard personally was the fact that it helped me to better listen to myself um and it helped me to find a way to understand that i can progress in a way that is sustainable now listen up because this is one thing that i didn't understand before right because before i was putting so much pressure on doing the most of everything like I can't progress unless I sit in front of my laptop and do like 10 hours of writing, right? 10 hours of flipping, just like work without moving. But then you find out in that 10 hours that you're sitting on your laptop, it's probably like four hours of real work you get done. The other six hours, you're just wasting time being on the internet or like wasting time just doing something else, right? It's, it's just fluff. There's six hours of fluff and four hours of real work. What 75 Hard did was that it structured my day because it was like, even on a day where nothing creative is happening, I've still done two workouts. I've read 10 pages of a book. I've followed the diet and I've not fallen back into this pattern of drinking alcohol, which I was trying to break out of. The kind of pride in being able to say that I had, completed another day of 75 hard i kind of thought that the only way i can be proud of myself is if i was able to or if or when i actually achieve my my biggest goal right of um of making it to be the biggest rapper in the world right it's, it's kind of weird it's, it's weird and twisted because i have no other goals apart from my biggest goal which is what my my whole life is tailored towards and 75 hard kind of was like, all right, cool, bro. You can have little side missions that will give you as much fulfillment as 
the big goal that you have, right? Not only that, in the process of doing all of that, you can do it in a sustainable way. Like at the start of 75 Hard, it was like in the morning, I need to be able to drink two liters in the gym so then I can spread the last two liters throughout the rest of the day. But then a lot of the times on Saturdays, I won't wake up till like 10, 11. But I still managed to finish the four liters before the end of the day. So then that twisted, that changed things in my head where it's like, bro, you're putting way too much pressure on yourself on trying to make sure you have everything planned out in a perfect way. But you can just take it easy and you will still be able to accomplish all of this. And I was able to put that into creating music as well because a lot of the time like I said before I would spend six seven hours in front of the laptop right being like if I don't give six seven hours of writing like I can't stand up from this place up until I've done like I've finished this music but then a lot of the time I'll finish the music but it'll be the most subpar thing that I've ever made now I'm just like yo you know what I'll I'll finish like even even today today before I started recording this I started in a new beat. I'm trying to do at the moment, I'm trying to make like a track a day or a whole song a day. And um, prior to this, it was like, all right, cool. Let me try and let me try and go for that goal and finish a whole track in a day. But I sat down and I had the first two lines of a hook when the beat was played. And I was like, all right, cool. My brain was starting to go back into like, oh, I can't leave until... I finished this whole hook. But then I was like, nah, bro, like creativity doesn't work like that. You're you're allowed to, it's probably even better when your head is feeling as tight as it is to like, just take a break away from it. I took a break. I went to make some food. I came back. I finished the hook. Now I finished, I've written the hook of the whole song and the hook is like, is, is a hook. I'm like, all right, this is a sick hook. This is like, it's not something so far, but, and I still was able to do it in the period of time where it only took me like altogether, probably like 30 minutes to write the hook. And then I sat down, I was, I was trying to write the verse, but the verse wasn't coming. And I I stayed there for maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Still nothing was coming. So I was like, you know what? All right, let me not force it. Let me, let me, let me, let me go and do something else. Let me record this podcast. I think I was, I was touching on this on the last episode as well, where there was a song I was listening to. There was a beat I was listening to on one of my walks. And I I, I felt like I had a flow. I had everything locked down. But as soon as I came to write, it was all gone. And I was just like, you know what? Let me leave it. And that song, it's one of the f- favorite songs I've written in the last like three, four months. Because I was able to give it time and come back when I was in a better headspace. And I think that this is what 75 Hard has done because um, even with the diet in 75 Hard, I was thinking like, oh, following a diet at 200 grams, like how am I going to do this? Like how am I also going to hit or keep to 2,500 calories? But you're not supposed to be taking life so seriously, man. Like I swear you find ways to make it work. The way I see it now, yeah, there should always be an overarching goal, right? And the route to that goal if you fully trust in that overarching goal, the way to get there, you will always get there. You will always get there. If you hold on too tightly to the route in which it takes you to get there, 
you just won't enjoy it. Like you will still get there. You st- and you probably, you might even get there even quicker and you might have better results, but you would just hate the product at the end. You see what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but it makes sense in my head, um, as always. <laughs> uh, now to talk about the negatives, right? Like I was saying earlier, I stopped drinking for two and a half months. Now, the first time, like that that first glass of wine that I that I drank, nothing. It was it was just it wasn't even wine. I don't I don't know where it was, but it was some glass of drink. It was very watered down. And I was like, oh damn, I should probably shouldn't have drank it because it was like the only reason I drink alcohol is to dr- get drunk. I hate the taste. I I do not like alcohol. Now, last weekend, I think it was this weekend, Friday. Me, me and my girl we were like, all right, cool, let's get drunk, get it out of the way. So then we can like start building up the tolerance. Prior prior to 75 hard, I used to be able to just like, I, I could down a whole bottle of vodka and still be good, right? Now, uh, <laughs> now uh, we started on this flipping glass of like, I think it was like white wine. Started in that, halfway through the bottle, I was gone. Halfway through the I probably... I probably drank like three quarters of that bottle and that was the most drunk I've ever been in my life. That was a bad of 75 hard because I've lost my tolerance. It's all gone. Like I was fully, like we were supposed to, we were going out. We was we were supposed to go out and um, it was like 8 p.m. It was 8 p.m. We were on the bus, like listening to some karaoke flipping, singing at the top of our voice. Like it was embarrassing. Like <laughs> I was thinking like, yo, if, if the bus driver was to leak this footage... <laughs> <laughs> like I was gone that was the most drunk I've ever been so that was a bad um, now the first the Monday after 75 hard was kind of one of the hardest and I had to journal quite a lot about it because it was one of the hardest periods um, recently because that was a moment where I felt so lost because if you deep it for the last two months like my whole life has been structured around finishing the 75 hard 75 hard has given me a lot of my structure and i feel like a lot of the times i can latch on to something quite a like quite harshly in the sense that like i'm not very good at letting go of certain things so when i finally finished 75 hard whilst it was sick it was a, like yo you achieved this this that i was just like yo who am i now like what Where's my purpose coming from? And yeah, I still have the o- like the overarching purpose of music and making it in music. But like at that moment, I was wishing I could go back to seventy five hours. Like I could, I could still be in that because that was what gave me purpose. And um, I think that's that's a negative part because I kind of let myself reel. Like I like I, I reeled all the way back. I took a week off kind of like going to the gym. Whilst whilst it was a good thing, it was also a bad thing because I can see how a lot of people after 75 hard, say you use 75 hard to lose weight. You, you, you've you been so good for the last two months and then the week after or two weeks after, I, like I had, to, I had to stop myself because I stopped going to the gym. I was just eating bare junk food. I was ordering out because I had withheld all of that for myself for the last two and a half months and yeah it was it was not the it was not the best thing it was like feeling lost and and it's not the first moment I've figured out that that's the type of person I am that 
I'm not very good at letting go of certain things. So as soon as I clocked that, I had to find other ways to give myself a sense of purpose. So I went deep into um, learning to play piano and deep into making music. Now, not making music in the way I was making music before, but making music in a way that I could actually focus. Like my focus now is on making music in the best way I can and in the most authentic way I can. And um, that leads me perfectly into the next section, which is like ways to find purpose when you're feeling lost, right? So in that moment, I had to I had to do quite a lot of a lot of journaling, like a lot of kind of soul searching kind of thing to understand. All right, cool. Yeah, seventy five hard is over. Now seventy five hard is not the thing that is going to make me who I am going forward anymore. Yes, I've completed it. Yeah, that's good, right? But now, what things can I take from seventy five hard that I can use in my daily life, which will still give me a sense of purpose, like? I was like, all right, cool. Reading books. That's another thing I want to keep doing. Hitting my protein goal. That's another thing I want to keep doing. Like drinking enough water. That's another thing I want to keep doing. Eating three times a day. That's another thing I want to keep doing. Um, I also set myself a few side goals where it's like, I want to I wanna hit that 140 bench before the end of the year. So by so to do that, I need to hit two chest days. So that's another thing I need. I want to I wanna keep doing. You see what I'm saying? Finding other things or smaller things that help me retain that sense of purpose or that sense of pride in myself when I reach those things. And being willing to, in the process of it, yeah, have an overarching goal, but not be too controlling on the way that I reach that goal. I also, in that moment, had to make sure that I look at the, the the great things that finishing 75 hard or leaving 75 hard has allowed me to have. It's allowed me to have more freedom in my time. So basically, the week I took off, I was able to see, all right, cool. Like, I don't have to do two workouts at this moment. So what can I switch with the second outdoor workout that will also make me productive in this moment that I actually like. So in that moment I was I was able to be like, all right, cool, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start playing piano or I'm gonna I'm gonna learn to play piano. And um I was also able to this last week I went to my first jam night, which I wouldn't have been able to do because I would have had my second workout. And on a side note, that jam night was crazy. I killed that shit. Like this was the first time this was the first time. Basically, what a jam night is, yeah. Um, you don't know anybody who's in a band. They basically uh, play a tempo. So it could be like 90 BPM. There's a guitarist. There's a, a drummer. There's a saxophonist. And then different MCs just come onto the mic and um, and just spit lyrics. I was That was one of my biggest fears to overcome. And I swear I stood there for like two hours waiting building up the courage to like because when it's my own stuff performing to other people yeah yeah I'm good at that but I've already told you about how or I said at the beginning about how um I have a standard for myself 
And if I don't hit that standard, no matter if people in the crowd are like, oh yeah, you killed that. I'm always like beating myself up. Like, why did you not hit that standard? So um, yeah, it, it was it was one of those moments. And I think 75 Hard gave me the, not just 75 Hard, but also the people I've been around and the books I've been reading as well, where it's like, and in that in that room, it was very friendly. It was a very friendly atmosphere where it was like, yeah, you can just go up, just create for creating sake, um, make music just to catch a vibe, which is what it's, it's another thing that um, I've been doing recently. So when I went on the stage, it was just like, yo, just enjoy yourself. Like, yeah, that was another thing I was able to do that helped me to find purpose because my self-worth is not built on any of that. It's built on the fact that I was able to get on that stage and kill that shit even if I don't know. Like, so I know now I'm able to do that. You see what I'm saying? Um, another thing I've kept is going for the going for the walks. So a lot of the time I'll just get a book. The book I'm reading right now is The Artist's Way. And I'll just go to the park and I'll just sit and read. And that's one of the most beautiful things that I didn't know I needed. But 75 Hard has integrated with my understanding of the person I am to help me form a better picture of who I want to be. Now, 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 before before I end this year, with finding a purpose, right? One thing I'm finding out about being an artist and being like a musician is you just need, sometimes you need to be free and not put too much pressure on it. With the, with the way I'm creating music now, before 75 Hard or before this year, I would say, a lot of my creative discovery has been happening this year. And before this year, when I'm sitting down to write, I'm like, there has to be a main theme. Like, what am I writing this song about? I can't deviate from the theme. I can't do this. Like, the rhymes have to work. This has to work, right? And I'll still have that. But what I'm understanding, and I was watching this podcast with Lil Yoi and J. Cole. And what I'm understanding is sometimes you don't know or you can't control the art that you make. Like a lot of the times, yeah, people hit me up on Instagram and they're like, yo, 18 saved my life. When I wrote 18, I wrote 18 because I was in that moment at that point in time, trying to get a certain feeling out. I didn't write it to save anybody's life, but people listening to it have, have been like, yo, I listened to this and this is the feeling I got from it. And that's perfect. That's beautiful for them, right? But a lot of the time, if you're trying to write songs to save people's life, 90% of the time, you will not, that, that song will probably be shit. And that song will probably be like pretentious and whatever. The aim of making music or being a creative is to let go of the purpose at certain times. At certain times, it's okay to not have a purpose. Being a musician sometimes you just need to catch a feeling and sometimes you just need to be. It's in the being that you understand more of who you are. And I think that's recently, that's another thing that's kind of helped me through that lack of purpose area that I was going through in the in the, the creative act and also the artist's way that I've been reading. It's like, yo, sometimes you just need to be. Sometimes just even the even even the track you were making, I, there, there was a, there was a hook I made, and it was like it doesn't make any sense, 
but it just felt good when I make made it. So it's like, all right, cool. That's this is what the song's gonna be. And that is the song that I'm like listening to all the time because it's like, yeah, I don't it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't it's it's that type of like where where a 70 year old would listen to the song, it's like, oh, this is it's like music nowadays is so shit. Yeah, I know it's shit because I made it for me. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just what I make to allow myself to be me. And the aim is just to be real to yourself. Sometimes you don't have any purpose and that's fine. But yeah, I've been going on way too long in this episode. It's been about 30 minutes. But uh, if you get one thing out of this episode, the main thing you should get is sometimes as an artist, as a creative, you're just allowed to be and not feel like you have to have a purpose. On that note, I'm very proud of the fact that I did this podcast the way I wanted it to be. It's coming out on the 15th of November as well. Um, the weekend is going to be my birthday, so happy birthday to me. Um, yeah, that's kind of all I had to say in this episode, but in anything you're doing creatively this month, in the, in the month of November slash December, I hope it all goes well. And I'll see you in the next one. It's going to be Christmas episode. That's crazy. I don't even know if I'm going to do anything Christmassy for it, but <laughs> it's going to be in December. All right, peace.